This message is from Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. May God bless you as you listen to the anointed word of life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we commit this meeting unto thy mighty hand. Father, come and have your way. Today you have ordained this meeting to bless your children, to reposition us, and for the divine appointment of them for us on earth. Let that will be done through this message in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Lord is good. The message is titled Divine Location and Divine Appointment. And we're taking a message from the book of Genesis chapter 18. Genesis chapter 18, verses 1 to 5. And Genesis chapter 24, verses 10 to 19. You need to be at the proper place where you are divinely ordained to be, divine location, for you to be appointed by God, for your blessings to locate you, for what God has ordained in our lives to come to pass. If you're at the wrong place, you'll miss it. If I'm supposed to pick you up at 7 and 8, I don't meet you there. What happens? I'll continue my journey. Hello? Divine location is very important. Appointment is very important. When we have an appointment, there is a location. If you allow both of them to walk hand in hand, you'll make it in Jesus' name. Amen. Genesis chapter 18, we'll read from verses 1 downwards. And the Lord appeared unto him in the plains of Mamre, and he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. And he lifted up his eyes. God appeared to Abraham and looked and looked. Three men stood by him. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit stood by him. Divinity visited who? Humanity. Divinity visited humanity. Anytime there is a divine meeting, there is a divine location, there is a divine appointment between divinity and humanity, something good must manifest. Verse 2, and he lifted up his eyes and looked, and lo, three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself towards the crowd. He was well positioned to receive heavenly visitors. Most times, God positioned us, we relocate ourselves. He tells you stay here, you say no. He positioned us. By the time he comes to look, he wouldn't see. There are people who portion on Sundays. I'm going to bless the person in today's service. He comes for that appointment. He doesn't see them. Because they are not at their place of location. Either they choose that they not to come to church. There are some people who pick to bless on Wednesday service, on Friday service, on Sunday services. He has booked an appointment for them. What happens? Somehow they wake up. Ah, he get us a feel today. I don't feel good church. They sit down in the house. Meanwhile, angels will come for that appointment without them. We need to open our eyes spiritually. Because most times, I have seen by His grace where God will come. I see angels with blessings, packages, service going on. He'll come at a particular place a brother and sister used to sit. They're not there in the church. And then he will ask me, Where is this brother? Where are these sisters? Where are they? And I don't have an answer. 
All of a sudden, the vision will clear again. And the brother is at home, sister is at home, angry with God. They have been praying. But the days God will come for divine appointment, divine location will not be there for them. They won't assess their divine location. I pray your divine location and divine appointment will never pass you by. Here I am. Four. Let a little what I pray you be fetched and wash your feet and raise yourselves under the tree. Generosity prevailed. And I will fetch a morsel of bread and comfort your hearts after that you shall pass on. For therefore you come to your servant. And I said, So do as I have said. So do as I have said. Genesis 24. 2410 a man was located where he was supposed to be and the God of divine appointment met him there. Genesis chapter 24 we'll read from verse 10 downward. And the servant took 10 camels of the camels of his master and departed. For all the goods of his master were in his hand. He arose and went to Mesopotamia unto the city of Noah. Eliezer, the servant of Abraham, went to get a wife for the master's son. He went with ten camels filled with goods, good things. Very worthy man. Abraham was a very worthy man. Ten camels filled with different kinds of goods. Eleven. And he made his camels to kneel down without the city. By a well of water at the time of the evening, even the time that women go out to draw water. If a man cannot take care of you before you people get married, are you sure he will take care of you when he has taken position as his wife? You have to be very careful. So whether for good for bad, you must run to God. Amen? For direction. The Lord will lead us in Jesus' name. We are still in Genesis chapter 24. Alright, 12. And he said, O Lord God of my master Abraham, I pray thee, send me good speed this day and show kindness unto my master Abraham. Behold, I stand here by the well of water, and the daughters of the men of the city come out to draw water, and let it come to pass that the damsel to whom I shall say, Lay down thy picture, I pray thee that I may drink, and shall say, Drink. And I will give the camels drink also. Let the same be she that thou hast appointed for thy servant Isaac. Thereby shall I know that thou hast showed kindness unto my master. And it came to pass before he had done speaking that behold, Rebekah came out, who was born to Bethuel, son of Milcah, the wife of Nahum, Abraham's brother, with a picture upon her shoulder. And the damsel was very fair to look upon verse 19. Neither had any man known her. And she went down to the well and filled her pitcher and came up. And the servant ran to meet her and said, let me I pray thee, drink a little water of thy pitcher. And she said, drink my lord. And she hasted and let down her pitcher upon her hand and gave him drink. And when she had done drink, giving him drink, she said, I will draw water for the camels also until they have done drinking. What Eliza spoke 
the prayer point he raised located somebody for good. Those ten camels that were carrying goody goodies were heading to somewhere. And the man prayed, the servant prayed a powerful prayer. And that prayer located somebody. I want you to understand. You are somebody's prayer point for good. Because something good is coming your way. So let us briefly look at the keywords that has to do with our message for today. Location and appointment. Appointment is an agreement for a meeting or engagement. When we have an agreement for a meeting, we have an agreement for an engagement somewhere. It's an appointment. It could be physical appointment. It could be spiritual appointment. Appointment could equally be the act of appointing one or designation of a person to hold an office. On the other hand, location is a particular point or place in the physical reign. So in our message today, we basically talk about appointment that has to do with an engagement or agreement for a meeting. So when we talk about divine location and divine appointment, we're talking about a positive turnaround onto blessings. Ordained by the Lord to move one from a particular placement to the next level of progression. When we talk about divine location and divine appointment, we are talking about a positive turnaround onto blessings. Ordained by the Lord to move one from a particular placement, I mean particular location, to the next level of progression, next level of blessings. And that means by reason of this service, there is going to be a positive shift towards progressions in your life in Jesus' name. Amen. When we talk about divine location and divine appointment, we are talking about a progressive turnaround that you know has nothing to do with your might or power or strength. A progressive turnaround that we know it has nothing to do with our might, it has nothing to do with our power, it has nothing to do with our strength or wisdom, but it has everything to do with God. You know, this blessing just didn't come because of your might or power, because you are connected. It just didn't come by your wisdom. When I watch some people, when they explain situations, issues, they begin to talk that nothing was happening until they came. They just did it like this. It happened. I said, no, 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 no. You are taking the glory. Who told you you are the one that did it? By the time I say something, the thing just happened, cleared. I said, look at this one. Because God allowed you to wake up today. If you had that last night and God had then that thing will happen. It will still happen without you. David had opportunity to kiss her two times. He didn't. But he still became a king. Hello? God had to do it in his own way for David to be a king. Not in David's own way. Somebody was telling me, saying, ah, if not for what Rebecca did, Jacob wouldn't have become the head. I said, ah, what did Rebecca do? Rebecca didn't do anything. God had already designated that Jacob would be the head. Before they were born, he said, Esau, I do what? Jacob, I do what? Love. God had already placed them where they belong. So whether Rebecca did Abakadabra had nothing 
even if Isaac had anointed Esau as he had, man proposes, God does what? The will of God must rule. God will have seen counsel it and put who he wants to put there. Jacob, when he was old, was blessing two sons of Joseph. Joseph, this son, said, okay, now, according to earthly ordination, first son on the right, put my son on the right, so that Jacob will lay right hand on the first son. Second son on the left, Ephraim, so that Jacob will lay left hand on Ephraim. Jacob did like this. Cross his two hands. He was blind, though. The right hand to who? Ephraim. Left hand to who? First person. This is the first. This one is second. <laughs> Joseph said, Daddy, you didn't see where. You, you know it's because you are blind. Jacob removed his hand again. Daddy, this is the first boy. He said, no, my son, I know what I'm doing. He crossed his hands again. Whether those authority cooking your family like it or not, they cannot still work out as they do for you. Amen! Because I call God Oderawa. What is written is written. And no power can revoke it. It don't need to help him. It don't need to help him. He will do it at his own time. He will do it. It's a God of signs and wonders. God of signs and wonders. And that means a divine visitation is going to locate one beyond your imagination this season in Jesus' name. When we talk about divine location and divine appointment, we're talking about a heavily engineered program ordained to reposition you fully into God's purpose for you according to his divine timing. A heavily engineered program ordained to reposition you fully into God's purpose for your life according to his divine plan. When it was time to relocate Saul to Paul to fulfill his divine mandate on earth, the Lord gave Saul an encounter that relocated him with a new appointment as Paul. Today, the God of divine appointments, Kamahuru Komaka, will give you a new connection of greatness, Amen. a new connection of long life, Amen. a new connection of good life, Amen. a new connection of good health. Amen. A new connection of awareness. Amen. A new connection of fruitfulness. Amen. A new connection of wisdom. Amen. A new connection of favor. Amen. A new connection of greatness. Amen. A new connection of open heavens. Amen. A new connection of new connections. Amen. A new connection of promotion. Amen. A new connection of announcement. In agreement, will you shout hallelujah? hallelujah? By reason of your new location, your enemies will celebrate you this year. By reason of your new connection, your enemies will serve your God. Amen. There is somebody here, testimonies will draw your enemies to your God. Amen. When God created Adam and Eve, He located them in the beautiful Garden of Eden. But when they failed God through disobedience, He rejected and relocated them out. I pray that God will not relocate us through demotion and rejection in Jesus' name. Amen. For God to continue his project on earth, when the first world failed him, the first world got polluted, he relocated Noah and family to the next world 
through the ark. In life, we have divine places of location and divine places of appointments. On his way to a new location, Jacob had appointments with the God of his fathers at Bethel as nobody. He had appointment as nobody. Many years later, he came back to this same place of appointment as somebody. A small one shall become what? A thousand. And a little one, what? A great nation. Your nothingness is going to be turned to abundance in Jesus' name. Amen. I prophesy to your lives today that by reason of this service, every stigma of nobody attached to your lives will transform to a spirit of excellency in Jesus' name. There are people that this service is for today. If you are that person, shout hallelujah. For Abraham to make it, God had to relocate him at the age of 75. God had to relocate him. By the time he clocked 100 years, what he couldn't achieve from year 1 to year 75 was achieved. By the time he clocked 75 years, first 25, second 25, third 25, third quarter of 100 years, he had achieved nothing. But by the last quarter of 100 years, he achieved everything. Everything you think you have lost in life, by reason of this divine appointment, full recovery will locate you in Jesus' name. Hey, Jesus. The Lord said something is happening this morning. By the time he clocked 100 years, space of 25 years, every impossibility in his life turned to possibility. The Lord said he's speaking to somebody this morning. There is a divine location and a divine appointment coming your way. Every impossibility in your life must be turned around to possibility. That same God of Abraham, that God that did it for Abraham, that God that did it for Isaac, that God that did it for Jacob, will do it for you today in Jesus' name. Ten brothers, by reason of envy, strife, household wickedness, located their younger brother Joseph out of his inheritance and family. But the God of divine appointment located him. I don't know where they have relocated you out of your place of blessings. I don't know how. But get ready for a divine appointment today. In that pit they have programmed or kept you. The God of divine appointment and God of divine promotion will locate you. Every power, man, woman assigned to disinherit you will push you to the realm of divine appointment of global announcements. There are two important lessons we need to learn about Joseph's prison placement. Number one, that prison was a place the enemies relocated Joseph. Meant to steal his destiny, meant to kill him, meant to destroy him. In fact, it was a place they said he is finished. 
we have finished him. He's going to be there for life. He will never come out again. A place where they pushed him to despise him, mock him, mock his God. Place of rejection, place of despisement, ridicule, and abandonment. That was the plan of the enemy. On the other hand, God allowed it for a purpose. Because God ordained it as a place of divine placement for Joseph. Where he organized a divine appointment between Joseph and the bottle and Becker. He moves the bottle and Becker from the presence to the prison for that divine appointment with Joseph. When the butler saw all the things he saw about Joseph in prison and went out, God used the experience the butler had as a divine appointment for Joseph as a governor in Egypt. Irrespective of the natural protocol that was against Joseph, Joseph was appointed as a governor. Today, wherever is your situation in life, wherever the enemy has located or placed you, whether it's through spiritual bondage or spiritual imprisonment or physical captivity, that situation today is turned around to your place of divine location. And today, the God of divine appointment will locate you there. He will locate you with new promotion. He will locate you with new connection. He will locate you with favor. With greatness. With wisdom. With open heavens. In the name of Jesus. By reason of this service, supernatural protocol will prevail over your appointments in Jesus' name. Supernatural protocol. What was impossible? How could Joseph become a governor? Somebody. Somebody. Not an Egyptian. Wasn't a prince. Didn't go to their school. Was not learned. Didn't even go to Hebrew school because they were moving from one place to the other. In fact, there was even a case against him that he sexually abused one of the general's wife. That could have resorted to deaths by execution. But God spared him. There was nothing in nature that qualified him to become a governor. And at times, God gives you a message. You look at yourself, you say, does man of God really know who I am? That he's giving this kind of message. God said I will be this, I will be that. You are right. Man of God does not know who you are. I don't know much about you. I don't even know anything about you. But the Lord that is giving that message knows everything about you. Even things you don't know about yourself. That's why I said the heart is full above all things and there's play what? Weak. At the time we say I can do this, I can do this. It's a lie. You don't even know much about yourself. You. You don't know about yourself. There are things that you do which you don't even know you're capable of doing them. Good things are bad things. It's when you do them, you say, ah, how did it happen? That God that is talking to you this morning that gave you the life and break you are living is talking to somebody this morning irrespective of who you are and where the enemy has placed you irrespective of your qualification every natural protocol that have held you in bondage will bow to supernatural protocol of promotion in Jesus name the Lord said there are people here that very soon it's been ordained 
your enemies will make mistakes that will push into the realm of promotion Amen. and realm of divine connection in Genesis chapter 29 verse 31 something happened and the word of God declared and when the Lord saw that Lee was hated he opened her womb the wretched was buried Jacob said no you people gave me Lee I didn't ask for Lee I asked for wretched you people shall change me my heart is not with Lee my heart is with wretched they say you will serve again seven years hello you will serve again seven years before I give you my second daughter. But within that seven years, his love, Jacob was still anchored on Rachel. And God saw that Jacob had an affection for Leah. What we call Leah is the wife of the law. She was married out of the law. The law is that the first daughter must get married before the second wife according to the law. Then we'll call Rachel the wife of love. The wife that was married out of love. Jacob married Rachel out of love. So because of that, of course, the love for Rachel was unquestionable. He couldn't question that. And God saw that this other one was neglected. Life and death are in the hands of the Lord. And the keys of blessings are in the hands of the Lord. The keys of barrenness, keys of fruitfulness are in his hands. And this month the Lord is talking to somebody that every hatred, whether they are spiritual attacks or physical attacks, household wickedness against you is going to be spiritual raw materials for your divine appointments. Yeah. When God saw that Leah was hated, God made Leah a baby factory. Manufacturing one factory began to produce children. It's okay. Since you love this one, let me love Leah. There's evil proverb that car will not get there. What happens? Who the pursue fly? Now God the pursue fly. Since there was nobody to love Leah, God decided to love Leah. I want you to understand. Most times we complain. People hate me. People hate me. People, God is always there to love you. Amen. If people hate you, God does not hate you. If he hated you, he wouldn't have created you. If they don't love you, love God more. Because God's love for you is permanent. It's short banker. God turned you to baby factory. Began to produce, 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 produce. Brought for Judah. Rachel brought to Joseph and Benjamin. But God is a fair God. He balances things. So, by the time he gave Leah children, pia, 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 eight plus concubine. Then Rachel, two plus her concubine, two, four, or two, baby. Four this side, eight this side. It's okay. But he still honored Jacob's love for Rachel. Hello? So, what happened? With time, he said, "Yes, I have made you that king, king of head over all of them, the son of Leah. I made him." But when it was time to produce the first king of Israel, he went to which tribe? The tribe of what? Benjamin, and picked a king. He picked Joseph and made him governor 
in where? Egypt. He settled the first son of Rachel. Then when it was time to appoint a king over Israel, he went to Joseph's younger brother, Benjamin. He picked a king. Hello? He picked a king. He made Saul a king. And when he did that, he has settled the children of Rachel that Jacob loved. Settled them first. Joseph, governor, and Jacob was alive to see the son of the woman he loved being governor. When he died, he still went to pick the second son of Rachel. Saul, from the tribe of Benjamin, made him king. In there, Jacob, even though you are with me in heaven, I have settled you. I have settled the children of the woman you love. Now, I will move over to who? The children of Leah. And then he picked Judah as the head where David is from. And if you trace the lineage of who? Jesus Christ. The Lord is good. So I want you to understand we don't have need to struggle for anything on this earth. Whether you feel they hate you or love you, God loves everybody. That issue of hatred is of the devil. Devil uses to expand his work on earth. So if you feel you are not loved, you are hated, don't forget that God loves you. Otherwise, he wouldn't have created you. And if people are hating you, hold on to God. Because if you hold on to God, God will turn that hatred to raw material towards your own divine appointment and blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Every gang up against you, whatever evil plot against you, I prophesy by reason of this message, will turn around as catalyst to your divine appointment and blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. In the book of Genesis chapter 24, which we read, if we look at the prayer points of the young man there, Eliezer, Abraham's servant, the prayer he prayed manifested physically and located Rebecca. Number one, Rebecca didn't know before then that she was somebody's prayer point until the God of divine appointment located her. Rebecca didn't know that somebody was praying for her to manifest into his life. <laughs> you might be claiming they hate me, they don't like me. But God has a final say. He has somebody's prayer points. Because very soon, an invisible power will prepare you from beneath to above. Amen. From the tear to the head. Amen. From nobody to somebody. Amen. From zero level to hero level. Amen. If an agreement, shout hallelujah. Somebody's prayer of divine appointment for good will surely locate you this year. Amen. The God of divine appointment location will cause your destiny to be relevant Amen. and to be a blessing to someone. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hmm. In the book of Genesis, we read at the beginning, Genesis 18, the Lord and his team on their way, when they met Abraham at the place of location, they gave him a shorty of a divine appointment. Say, by this Satan next year, by this Satan next year, and Sarah 
They say, will you bring forth? And Sarah laughed and looked at her nature as a woman. He said, at this age, my husband and I, at this age, the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. We belong to the Lord. There are papers in heaven. If there is any area that is not functioning well, God will lead us spare parts. For that part of your life to be revived. Amen. Lord told me, he said, now children of God do not know how to claim there are parts. Just the way we need parts to repair things on earth. There are spare parts in heaven. Stores in heaven filled with spare parts. Unclaimed spare parts. The affection and favorable prayer of the righteous are valid much. But we need to tap into it and claim it. When he spoke to the dry bone, the dry bone came alive. Spare parts were released immediately. There was a revival. Revival will look at somebody this season. Yeah. Sarah laughed. Is it possible? Is it possible? We are dealing with the God of possibility. And that God will visit somebody today in Jesus' name. Yeah. This one I want to announce to somebody here. That there is a heavenly visitation that will change your entire life and family for good. Yeah. A divine appointment and visitation of promotion. Amen. Connection. Amen. Announcement. Amen. Perfection. Amen. Establishment. Amen. Settlement. Amen. Wisdom. Amen. Favor. Amen. Greatness. Amen. They are coming your way in Jesus' name. Amen. As the God of divine appointment was busy relocating Mordecai, moving Mordecai up, up, positioning him, somebody was busy trying to block Mordecai. No, no, no. I will not allow that to happen. Mordecai cannot get to this level. Get ready. You are going to hear the downfall of your enemies soon. Amen. Get ready. That man that has been beating his hands on the chest, the over their table will not allow you to rise. Beating their hands on evil table against you. Beating their hands on the ground in evil altars against you. You will soon hear of the obituary. Because when divinity came and met humanity, and they told Abraham, by this set time, next year, you will have children. Even the doubt of Sarah couldn't stop that from coming to pass. God is talking to somebody this morning. If they lie, let them go to Ijabu and live there. Anywhere they lie, let them go and live there. The highest thing they can get is their own obituary. Because no power can stop you. That God of divine appointment is here for yourself today. There is no going back. Kamaharaka, as many have sworn that over their dead bodies will you arise and shine, will perish for yourself in Jesus' name. Every demonic gallows program to swallow you, program to bring you down, will go back to sender in the name of Jesus. That evil pit, that evil grave and coffin they have fashioned against you, it will turn around and swallow your enemies in Jesus' name. That evil meeting and gathering conspiracy is going on against you. There are simply raw materials that will soon promote you. The word of God declared, finally, let no one cause me trouble upon my body bears the mark of Christ. The Lord wants you to understand there is a divine mark on you. 
A divine mark that makes you unstoppable. Amen. A divine mark that makes it impossible for you to be a failure in life. Amen. A divine mark that makes it impossible for the enemy to bring you down. Amen. Stand to your feet and begin to declare who you are in the Lord. Because the Lord is telling me that you are somebody here is unstoppable. You're unbeatable and movable. Begin to confess who you are in the Lord. He has made you the head and not the tail. Amen. Above and not beneath. Amen. He has made you a lender and not a borrower. Amen. He has made us to build and inhabit, to plant and reap, never to labor in vain. He said, Behold, I give you the, the power to throw upon serpents and scorpions. And over all the powers of the enemy, and nothing shall by enemies hurt you. He said, You're unstoppable. He gives you the power to move forward, the power of progression, the power of success, the power to be who He has ordained you to be. He has made you unstoppable and beatable. He said, I will give unto you the keys of kingdom heaven. Whatever thing that shall burn in shall be burned in heaven. Whatever thing that shall lose in shall be losing. Your words are powerful. That the word of God in your mouth. Will never fall to the ground. Whatever thing you decree, must establish. Yes, declare who you are in the Lord. That right from town, John the Baptist now, the king of heaven suffered violence, and the violent taken by force. You are a giant killer. Oh yes, no power can stop you. No power can hinder you. Up, up we go. Because God has given us the authority and power. To exercise over every unfavorable situations in life. That's why he said we're a defense city, a brazen wall, an iron pillar, a fortified city. Even when the enemy rises up, they can never prevail. He said, You have got little children and have overcome the world. For greater is it that in you and I than in that in the world. He said, In all things, we are more than conquerors, we are unstoppable. Nothing can stop us. Nothing can stagnate us. God has called us to be the head, to exercise authority, to rule and reign. We are called to exercise dominion over every situation. Oh yes, we are called to be who he wants us to be. People of excellent spirits. Oh yes, called to exercise dominion. Father, we thank you we bless the holy name. We glorify you. We give you all the glory, all the honor, all the adoration. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We thank you for listening to the Anointed Word of Life by Pastor Ezekiel Chim of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. You can reach us at number 7A, Awaniye Lemo Street, Ajawo Estate, off International Airport Road, Lagos, or anointedassembly.org for prayer and counseling please call 070-3668-7445 may god richly bless you